Hello and welcome to Drop the Ball. We are here. We're gonna we're gonna start, uh, continue the conversation that we were literally just having two seconds ago because it, it makes for good radio. Oliver, please get into the mic. You have to. We need to explain what what is just happening right now. I don't even remember. He's the type of motherfucker to be good at Guitar Hero. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Because I didn't like have it. a life when I grew up, so I just played Guitar Hero. Is it really? Okay. Not totally true. It's actually not true. I don't know. One time I just played it, and I didn't like the difficulty I was playing, so I turned it up, and then it was still kind of easy. Anyway, what we were recapping <laughs> was that was that Oliver, we brought something up that Oliver turned up the difficulty at MLB The Show, and immediately immediately was, you Sucked. know... We went to the major league. We went to major leagues. You got you got sent to the majors. Let's be honest, bro. I sucked bad. <laughs> Oliver Hutchison is now up to bat, bro. I'm impressed that the announcer said my name right. Nobody in real life can say it right. It's Matty V, dude. Matt Vasquez and rocks. Fair enough. Anyway, but we were talking about also how Oliver rips shit up in in Guitar Hero. There's a literal video from my fresh from our freshman year or sophomore year of college. Going in, me going into Oliver's room. No, it's not like that. Uh, me going into Oliver's room, and and he's just ripping it up. And I'm like, holy hell, what's going on? I might have to post it on Drop the Ball on the Instagram official account. To, to well, totally the, see, the problem is if you do that and I miss a note, then everyone, all of our loyal listeners, no, but are like, here's no, he the, no, but here's the thing. Like, like Josh, a former former friend of the of the podcast, he's not dead. He just is not on the podcast right, anymore. He's not dead. He just isn't on the podcast. <laughs> he's not dead. He's just not on the podcast anymore. He's Josh. Engaged. He has better things to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, yeah. So, yeah, Josh, Josh and I can sort of play expert and sort of do it. And, like, we're like, yeah, we play expert. No, Oliver plays expert on Guitar Hero, and he literally can do Fire in the Flames, almost. Uh, okay. <laughs> Big almost, because that song's hard. <laughs> I can't do it. I cannot finish the song on Expert. I'm not that good. I can just fake it on Expert. That song is insane. You're discounting yourself, Oliver. Okay, but I... You're very important. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. That's what we're doing here on Drop the Ball. We talk about important shit. We talk about important shit. So you better tune in. If you don't listen, you're missing out. That's what I'm talking about. This is the hard-hitting stuff. This is the hard-hitting shit here. Okay. Anyway, so... This is a sport. This is a sports show, after all, is it not? Let's. Hey, esports, man. Esports. Esports. What 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 es- what esports should we get into? Guitar Hero, man. League of Legends. League of Legends. No. Start, I think we should have Twitch stream wow. broadcasting. Do you League think Drop the Ball would do well with League of Legends? You think it's Absolutely. doing well talking about <laughs> football and baseball? You think it's doing well now? <laughs> it was the first esport that popped in my head. Okay. <laughs> That's. Funny. I think we should start broadcasting um, and commentating Fortnite. <laughs> That game sucked when or the Rocket guy League. Rocket, Rocket League. League. I could do Rocket League. That was I, easy. Yeah, we could do Rocket League. I, I think. could do Rocket League easy. Uh, what was it? We had the opportunity to do it, but then we were in tech for. Uh, yeah. We were in tech for something, yeah. for there, when we were at the good old Detroit State University. DSU baby. DSU. Go who? Go go yotes. dogs. dogs. <laughs> go yotes. I was gonna say coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> yotes. I like yotes better than dogs. I'm sorry. Man. Yotes. Yeah. yeah. Go, go yotes. Coyotes. Go yotes. Yoda, that just sounds like Go Yotes. That sounds like <laughs> I think I just created the best mascot ever. Go Yotes. That's Go Yotes. Go Yotes. Go Yotes. It's either it's either super frat or the most racist group of people you've ever met in your oh, life. Oh yeah, every single one of them that yeah, I we met a lot of people at DSU that are a little bit Wait racist. a minute. <laughs> a little bit racist. <laughs> I don't think I'd say that. Anyway, um, um 
Yeah, it's sports. Yeah, I don't right? think you. I don't think your college can be. Now that we're talking about it, honestly, Loki. I don't think your college can mascot can be the Coyotes, and not have at least like one like racially motivated scandal there. Probably. Maybe not. I think it's just sounds like a sketch. We should write it. Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a comedy sketch. The most said. racist sounding mascots in college, in college sports. Dave Chappelle's probably written it at some point. Dave, yeah, he's already done it. Yeah, <laughs> like four times. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, we got to get into the yeah sports show. It's a sports show. We're gonna start with uh, Arrowhead Chop Talk to kind of wrap some things up I with know, the Chiefs season. Stuff. I don't know. I don't know. The, the combine is starting. Which Might, means uh, yeah, nothing whatever. because DK Metcalf will still run a crazy forty and not get picked in the first sixty picks. So DK Metcalf, yeah. Oh, like are you saying like the next in the DK? past? No, 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 no. Like oh. DK Metcalf in the past, like he had the best combine of all time, but like he got drafted number sixty four overall. Like, mm-hmm. and he's still one of the two on his team. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go cats, baby. Go cats. Go yotes. Anyway, so. Yeah, we have the Arab Chop Top, then the Kaufman Corner, not to be confused with the Seren Petro. Uh, we did it first, Kaufman and ours Corner. has two Ks. Oh, ours has two Ks, so ours is inherently different, yes. Yes. Um, and better. Not because of the two Ks, just because we do it. We have to have that, com- conf- that kind of confidence, of yeah, course. You know. Absolutely. And then we're going to end it with America's Favorite segment, Drop the Ball. We'll probably have some tweets this week mixed in there. We have some, uh, have some fun little uh, segments for you that I wanted to bring up before for about a year and a half, but I've never done it. So. Oh, okay. We'll keep doing it. Okay. So, Arrowhead Chop Talk. Fellas, 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 fellas. I didn't call Oliver about this because I wanted his live reaction. Are you? But. Cor- oh, I thought you pulled your phone out and was just taking a video of me. No, 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 no. no. So, <laughs> we're talking about the Chiefs here. NFL Draft is in Kansas City. Go if you can. I will be there. It's. I mean, let's you do can a watch drop it for the free. Do you, Do you think we should we should take drop the ball to the draft? Do you think we'd be we'd probably I get arrested for distance. copyright law or something like that? No, no, no. We would just have our microphones with us. I guess we'd need some sort of electricity. Yeah. Never mind. We probably won't Bring be there. Bring a gas generator and hook it up on the hill, <laughs> giant hill in front, Big of, generator. In front of Union Station. <laughs> we'll do, we're just going until it runs out. So, <laughs> Like in the background of like all the – and with the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Roger Goodell's like, can you guys turn <laughs> uh, off? Generator back there on the hill. Uh, please, hey, cut that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> we start getting booed yeah. by <laughs> – Yeah. That's the audience we want, honestly. No, yeah. I think if we're not getting booed, then they don't care enough. Simple yeah. as that. They don't hate us enough. What do you think, Oliver? I, I'm waiting to see what I'm supposed to react oh, to. Oh, you're reacting <laughs> to? Uh, we're the Chiefs. We're in the fifth round, sixth round. What's going on? Jarek McKinnon has not re-signed. He's gone and chased money somewhere, which might not happen. Might. Deuce Vaughn is on the board. In the fifth or sixth round? Do you take him? Sure. Yeah, you take a shot on him in in, in the sixth if round. If it's late, do we yeah. have a fourth compensatory? A fourth compensatory, we might, but we are also getting compensatory picks due to last season's uh, free agent class. Those have not come out yet. If we do have a fourth compensatory, is that the highest you'd possibly willing to go for him? In this, fourth. okay. Well, I would have to at s- the end of the fourth compensatory. Oh, oh that's what you mean by fourth. Cons- yeah, I thought you were like one, two, three, four. Not no, 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 no yeah, 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 number. Okay. Um, I think that's where the highest I'd be willing to well, go okay, for him. Well, okay, so... Just because I think he's a fourth-round talent, but... I, I just... Maybe even third. Here, here's here's the thing. we All three of us watched Deuce Vaughn at, at Kansas State, which I think... Yes, the skill set is there, but it is just... You're not going to spend a high pick on somebody of that size. You just are not. That's just the way it's going to be. I know that certain people in this room think that that should 
be uh, that shouldn't be thought, but it just is. That's just what's going to happen. Like somebody might take a shot on him. No, oh, yeah, but he's not going to be picked in the first 60, 70 picks probably. And, uh, or, Oh, 60, 70 picks. What am I saying? The first 90 to 120 picks, he will not be picked. So I, I think that if you can somehow get that elusivity that he had at K state in this offense, I mean, he would be insane. And Patrick Mahomes throws to running backs all the time. I mean, of course you, you say you run into the Clyde Edwards Hilaire thing, but what do you say? Oliver? Well, you have to, so you, one of the conditions on if I would take the pick is that Jerick McKinnon was re-signed elsewhere. But what made Jerick McKinnon so valuable was his pass blocking and his scramble drill. Yeah. So you just have to make sure that in watching tape that he is able to do those things. And honestly, I can't remember. He can. If he's, you know, a, a, an elite level at those things or not, to my eye. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was a sixth round pick, sure. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. I mean, our fourth round pick from two years ago is nowhere to be seen. Joshua Kindo. Yeah. Haven't heard his name in a year and a half. He's been on the active roster for games but a couple times, I think. But yeah, this year was the first time we like saw him. There was a couple times nothing. when like Clark was out that he was on the roster but didn't do anything. See, I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> sixth round pick, absolutely. Fourth round pick, I don't know. It's just. No, yeah. I, that's the thing. Fourth is pretty high, especially for a guy that nobody else is valuing that high. Well, and it but also depends on how your first three rounds have gone. Right. Yeah. Who, If you're able to get a couple guys that fit your exact needs capable of playing immediately here's the thing with deuce is i think he might need a year in the league to fully transition he absolutely will partially not even because of his size not even because of um his ability just because he's coming out a year early um as a fan and as someone who likes to think they kind of know football a little bit i think he should have stayed another year matt and i had that conversation you, um, he shouldn't have stayed in a year. No, I, I, I think that he had more to learn um, as a running back, and I, I also think that he could have put up a season that would have. Is it something had, drastically he wouldn't have? He wouldn't have learned at the NFL level, though. I think it was. I think there are things that he could have. Uh, learned isn't even the right. I don't think is the right word. I think he's a very smart back. But like this year was the first year of his career that we saw um, Deuce Vaughn block at a very high level. Um, you mentioned that, Oliver. Yeah. There's some really great clips of Deuce Vaughn blocking very, very well this season. And before this season, that wasn't really something that was popping off the off the 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 tape for him. Was I mean, he was a great runner. He could catch the ball, but he wasn't blocking the way he was this year. Yeah. I think you give him another season with a less mobile quarterback, a quarterback who doesn't operate under the option as often, and another year to put up some – blocks that pop off camera um i think he could have jumped up into the late third round well okay so but say he does that and has the extra year in college i still think he needs a year in the league to I accompany mean, himself yeah, you, accompany you, yeah. A, a, a custom himself there we yeah go. accustom himself yeah, yeah himself to the speed and the bodies because everyone's bigger everyone's right. faster everyone's stronger <clears throat> that's the one thing so is blocking the guys is harder right. eluding the guys everything's harder so I, I think still think yeah. even with the fourth year that he needs another a year yeah. so mean, that he'll be a quote unquote sophomore in the NFL before he's yeah. able to really do anything if he were able to do that. And just like any pick in the draft, I mean, it's a toss. It up. could be pick one round one, pick one. And it's going to be a, a, um, a lottery, right? You know, it, you're never you're still ever throwing a dart at a wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you could draft him. He could be Mr. Irrelevant or he could be round one, number one. And you just still. You, you know, you never know. And it's just the Tom Brady thing. It's the Brock Eric Purdy. Fisher thing. It's the Brock Purdy thing. It's the 
uh, Todd Blackledge thing. Yeah. It's the you know. I wasn't even alive when that happened. EJ Manuel. Sick to my stomach. It's any first. It's any first round pick that you've never heard of. I mean, and it's a lot. Running back CJ Spiller. I mean, CJ Spiller. He was a top five pick. You can look at like. 20 of the Trent Richardson. first round picks from the 2013 exactly. draft. Yeah, Trent <laughs> Richardson from Alabama, if you remember him at all. Uh, I remember the name, yeah. He was insane, and he got traded for a first round pick. But Cleveland traded a first round pick to take the, him. To take him. Yeah. Or wait, no, he got drafted to Cleveland. Indianapolis traded a first. Anyway, yeah. Um, are crazy. We, so this is a, po- a pocket question, then we can get back to it. Are we going to do any largely NFL things? so that we can talk about not the Chiefs? Because I've got an interesting question for you guys, but we can finish. Go. And it has to do with the draft. Okay. <clears throat> but we can finish, talk, a, we can finish talking about Deuce. Because yeah. i got to go find the The only thing that I would say is... I have a final uh, thought. Yeah, PFF, Matt Lamar, I think is his name. He, Mike Renner. Uh, he listed... Mike Remmers? No, Mike Renner. <laughs> Thankfully. Because, yeah, we don't need him doing anything. Deuce Vaughn, Kansas State, and... Somebody said that uh, maybe you put him at fullback. And I was like, I don't know. Like, he'd be good at chipping. Like, he'd be a good chip blocker. Yeah. But wait, wait, put Deuce Vaughn at fullback? fullback? No. He's, no, he's no. not big enough. He'd get his ass. His ass would be grass. Oh, yes, but but you also have to think, like, when he gets older, he starts developing more. It turns he's, more into a tank more than a... He's uh, plenty bulky. He's just I say, I don't, I don't know how much weight he puts on. I think if he maybe... Does, I mean, he would have to decide, I'm going to be a fullback. Yeah, if Do you he has an elongated career, the end of his career, he might be some kind of guy that, like... He's low to the ground, a lot of extra weight, maybe towards the end of his career, but could you, and but you could try to use him for like one or two yards just because of want his him to be like gravity. A, but did you want him to be like a five seven Vince Wilfork or something? No, no. Like he, what do you? He had just no. He had just uh, he had just posted some clips of him chipping and doing blocking, Deuce like you were saying. Had, or yeah, this Deuce guy. Vaughn. This guy yeah. posted clips of Deuce Vaughn doing these things. Yeah, and was uh, and was saying maybe at fullback. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I could, no. if I agree with fullback solely because. We talk about Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and sure, we we have our opinions because we're Chiefs fans, but uh, you you still saw that Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, three insane weapons, and we've seen that now at the NFL level. And so we were like, oh, three insane weapons, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, awesome, he, he'll fit in. And he just didn't. And so, yeah, you can make that argument, but uh, what I have to say about Deuce is I think when you see him run and you see him, and you see him gallop, he Gallo. anticipates. He he anticipates people like the moves that people are going to make towards him, and then he he counter he counteracts. I say, and I think that's why he will be different. Is because he he's trying to anticipate every move that you are trying to make before he eventually makes his move, and I think that that is why he is so dangerous. And somebody's going to get him, and somebody's going to do something with him. But imagine if Andy Reid had Deuce Vaughn. Like he would, he would just basically make him like, oh my God, you can run, you can run a jet motion. Well, you can do this. You can do whatever. He's got the speed to do this. He can chip out and block. He's not as good as Jerick McKinnon, but he can, he can do all these different pieces. Cause that's what somebody like Deuce Vaughn is going to be in the NFL. I think the Darren Sproles type where he's going to return, he's going to do whatever he doesn't have like the, I'm sorry, the guys are bigger. The guys are faster. The guys are everything. He doesn't have the bulk pound per pound to run the ball a hundred, like, run the ball 30 times in a game. Well, so this is a trap mentality because this is exactly what everybody was saying about Clyde. And that didn't really work out. Here's the difference between the two, I think. Okay. Um, Clyde's a bigger body than 
than Deuce. Mm. Not not even height wise. Like height wise, they're only like one or two inches off. Yeah, Clyde is significantly broader than Deuce Vaughn is. Um, just from eye, I don't know. I don't know what they look like in terms of of weight, um, stuff like that. And obviously, Deuce is going to have to bulk up if he wants to get to the NFL. Uh, but in my opinion, Deuce is almost a one for one reincarnation of Darren Sproles. I think he's better horizontally than Clyde Edwards was. Yeah. Um, I worry about the pass game just because of how short he is. Um, he's not going to get a lot of chances to fight against anybody on other teams' secondaries for possession of a ball. He'll have to. They'll have to find him wide open. Um, but I think you can say the same thing about Jarek. I mean, they weren't hitting him for possession catches. Um, they were hitting him on seams. They were hitting him on on short passes when Pat was rolling out of the pocket. They're hitting him on on screen passes. Um, that being said, Jarek McKinnon is a is a veteran. If we can get he's older, but if we can get him for another year for cheap or even two years for cheap, I think that that's worthwhile. Especially because Pacheco is going to be getting a majority of the touches, mm-hmm. and he's going to be doing a majority of the plays that get the the running back hit more right i think that i would love deuce vaughn um and i think that his ceiling is very high but his floor is also very low because Mm -hmm. if he is not able to adjust to the next level at his size his usefulness basically goes to zero and that's why he'll be a fifth sixth round pick yeah it is and that's why we have the conversation because he could potentially be a huge pickup if if that's the case um, if he wanted to be Clyde's size, he'd have to gain 30 pounds. That's what I'm saying. Clyde's, Clyde's got inch, broad yeah. shoulders. Too. How the absolute hell did Clyde Edwards-Alaire work himself to get into the first round? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was talking. The world may never know. I don't. I don't hate the pick. I like. Look, I don't. I don't hate it either. I loved it in when that they situation. Had, when they did here's it. Thing, I wanted DeAndre Swift, but I wasn't upset with them picking a running back first. I think mm. that after the recent success that we had had, yeah, and looking at the basic holes that we thought we had on our team, running back was the big one. And there was a couple running backs in that draft that looked like they were separated from the rest. Now, obviously, everybody in the league passed over Jonathan Taylor twice. You know? Once. Once. He was a second-round pick. To I guess, Colts. okay. Well, yeah, but it was, what, what, like second round and... It was like it was like pick twenty something seven or eight in the was s- it that early in the second round? Yeah, because Anyways. they got they got Michael Pittman after T. Okay. Higgins, and then they so got I mean Ronald so Higgins. I mean yeah. but I mean regardless, two running backs and everybody in the, went before him, and everybody in the league had a chance at him. Yeah, um, and no, I mean I, we could have seen that what he was doing in college. You know, I mean he put up great numbers in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean yeah, I I don't hate the Clyde Edwards pick. I, I honestly I I'd tell them to pick a running back again. With the information I know now, I just probably have them pick Jonathan Taylor, um, yeah, or even possibly DeAndre Swift because he's hasn't been that bad for Detroit either. But. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, um, I have one more Chiefs thing, and then we'll get to your the question that you had, which is I think we are all in agreement on this, but there has been a lot of speculation online about it, which is stupid. I think it's Chiefs fans trying to get more value in the trade market or something, but people are talking about trading Legarius Sneed, and I'm like. I don't know if you want to do that. I mean, his value's really high. Right. I understand. Like, it's probably the peak of where it is unless he transcends into a Jalen Ramsey type, which might happen, might not, probably not. But who knows? I mean, it, this might be the peak market value that he would have. And so, who knows? Say they might not get a deal done. But I think you 
it's I think it's very important to re-sign Legarius Sneed because I've said it on this show before. I think in order to succeed, because you have such an electric force and maybe the best quarterback we've ever seen, you are if you have like three defensive leaders, you can then uh, fill in the positions. And I think that Legarius is the secondary one. I think he is your secondary leader with Chris Jones being on in the uh, on the interior line and then Nick Bolton being in the middle. So, like, if you have, like, a leader there, awesome. And I think that the corners don't have another leader like that. And I think you extend him as well because then you, you're like, oh, cool, we're going to see Legereus Sneed and Trent McDuffie mature together. Like, I think that would be – that's more entertaining to me than trading him and maybe getting somebody – maybe getting a corner with that pick. And I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Oliver? I think it's the same people who are at, uh, entertaining trading Chris Jones because his value is super high. And I think that it's just people being bored and just saying, well, what if we did this? And just, you know, just saying, well, you know, we've got nothing else to think about. We've just got to think about how our team's going to get better. And, you know, how do, how can we do that? You know, we've got the draft coming up, but it, free agents aren't really, you know, nothing's going on there. So it's the it's the trades. And they're like, What's the, what are our biggest pieces that are realistically going to get, you know, not Patrick Mahomes, not Travis Kelsey, but who else? Basically, anybody else is almost, except for like, except for those two guys and like Creed Humphrey, maybe Joe Tooney and Trey Smith, like those three guys. In the minds of the general Chiefs fan who are saying these things, maybe it's you know, those guys who I just listed. I guess those five offensive offensive guys are not going to get traded. They're the core of the offense. So who else can we trade? Oh, these guys are really valuable. So let's see what would happen. I think it's just really bred out of boredom, to be honest. It I don't really think it really carries <coughs> that much. It's not going to happen. And if it does happen, I'll be surprised. So I, I do – I agree with that a little bit. I do think some of the motivating factors for that are we've drafted really well at cornerback the last couple of years. Um, we they're, they're, This is a pretty good cornerback class. Uh, um, I, I didn't say it was great. I didn't say it was the best, but it's it's pretty good. Um, and we really haven't had any reason whatsoever to not trust Brett Veach up until this point. His worst draft pick is Clyde. Probably Clyde. Yeah. yeah. Probably not even probably. And I mean, he was still at least like worthy. You know, He's I mean, like he wasn't great. If we're talking about like value and Vi- value at the time, I would think like he's a first round pick. I think is what hurts it. There's other pick, like okay. like Joshua Kendo was awful. That's what I'm yeah, saying he's like not he's a great bad. Pick. Cornell Powell's bad. But I mean, a lot of teams miss on. I know, but you can I mean, afford yeah. to miss on a third, fourth rounder way more than you can afford you to miss on a first. To. No, right. But um, anyways, um, I think that we we haven't really been given much reason to not trust him. So. If we were to trade a piece, I think Sneed makes a little bit of sense. Just I don't want to trade him. I would much rather extend him. But playing both sides of the coin, I think that it makes a little bit of sense to look at a guy like that because, one, he's young. Two, he's playing at a very high level. Um, and three, if there is the possibility that we can draft someone as good in the first or second round and replace that spot, or even McDuffie could be that guy and, and we can – and everybody moves up the depth chart and we can find another guy that's worthy of being in that third or second spot. Right. I think they're you taking know? a corner in the second round, no matter right. what. So, but so my thought process is that like, maybe even if 
we can't there's not a sneed level guy we already have a sneed level guy in our system and we can draft another guy that's to come up the ranks and fill that second third fourth slot right um and in the process of doing that we could get another second round pick or um you know a little bit of cap space for the future and a second round or third round pick you know so um while I would much rather just extend him and keep him because he's a great player, he knows our defense, and I think he is a leader. Um, not to mention, he fits Spagnuolo's play style so well. He, yeah, he's, he's so just, great he's at the blitz. He's his chess piece, yeah. He's, yeah, he's so great at the blitz. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think that there is some validity into him specifically, way more than Chris Jones or, yeah. um, you know, uh, honestly, maybe even more than Clyde because I don't know if anybody's going to want Clyde, you know. I do, but um, but yeah, you I might mean, be able to get like late talent. Maybe, for him. maybe. I think Clyde um, is a lot better pick. than the Chiefs fans think that he is. I, I think he is too. No, yeah, I, I, I think yeah, I I think I think he's got a lot of talent. But basically, my main point is, I think that Sneed, if you're looking for an impact trade, probably fits the bill the most. I just I don't really care for it to happen, and I don't know if they're really even looking at that before they figure out whether or not they can get an extension out of it. That's probably right now. They're worried about extension trade. Wouldn't come until probably after the draft when they figure out what they have and can assess what no, is coming it, in. it would not be before the draft. I said after it would, I mean, it would not be after the draft. You don't think? Nope. They would want their picks for now. They would trade, they, they would trade, think they draft, a, they would trade draft night before they did. Do you trade. think they'd get a draft pick for this year for Snead? Yep. Okay. If they traded him, but I don't think they should. Okay. I don't think they should either. Um, He's got two more years on him. We're all in agreement on that. One. It's just a matter of hypothetical. Yeah. Um, And um, we're going to jump ahead of the thing. We said it last week. I said it last week. uh, And I went back and looked at the tape, and I was wrong. Uh, Fifth-year options have not been declined or accepted yet or handed out at all. So uh, Clyde is probably not going to get his, but... We've heard reports that he's not, but it hasn't been official. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, Nothing yet. Anyway, what was your question? Um, okay, so we're talking about the draft and trades and everything. Um, I was speaking with two of my coworkers. Um, one's a Chiefs fan, the other's a Bears fan. So he's been having a whole lot of fun. Um, and we were talking about Justin Fields and what the Bears are going to do with him. Um, the Bears fan thinks that they found their guy, which I agree with. I think Justin Fields is their guy. Um, and if we're going to follow the pattern of um, some of the more recent quarterbacks' um, years, two to three jumps, like Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, big jumps between years two and three, then this is Justin Fields' year to improve in that, you know, have that leap forward. Last year, Justin Fields was damn good on the ground and damn poor in the air, mm-hmm. except to Cole Komet, who he threw seven touchdowns to, which I did not realize. That Cole Komet was apparently a touchdown machine. I mean, he's a he's been his target. Yeah. I, well, I mean, him it's, and it's, Mooney. It's the most eligible target in that offense. Mooney's good. There you go. Mooney, okay. Mooney's good, but he's not wide receiver one. Good. What about Chase Claypool? <laughs> so when they can put I get, oh oh shit, <laughs> that's the shittiest trade <laughs> they've so ever yeah, made. That yeah. was yeah. so dumb. I don't. Know <laughs> I bet you when Pitts when the when Pittsburgh got the call, this is what it this is what it was like. They literally like put the phone down and they were like, 
holy fucking shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. So like there was, a, they probably they, they're gonna fin- they're gonna nah. finish like top two in the draft, and they're gonna give us a second round pick. Fucking yes, turn it in. They had it, they had it on speaker, and then the GM like took it out, like like had it. One second, it. I gotta speak to my manager. <laughs> <laughs> the GM had to like mute it while they all started laughing, and then like he like picked it up and was like shh. shh, shh. <laughs> And then yeah, and then yeah. Let me like, talk to my oh, owner. Let me man. Just, I don't. It's gonna be a tough sell. Gonna be a tough sell. Let we me talk like, to my owner, but I think he'll be down with it. We love him over here, but if you are willing to give us a second round pick, we might be able to work something out. <laughs> well, so yeah. Here, yeah, that's how about this? This is something. So there's also Justin Fields. Keep. He wants to keep Justin Fields. Your friend. Your yeah. other friend. There's also some talk about the Bears trading Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So if you're the Bears, would you, if you were offered. Or the Texans are a stupid organization. We all know this. Right. The smartest thing they ever did was get rid of uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. So. So are they dumb or are they smart? <laughs> they're really dumb because what's his dick was their GM and coach for a while. Oh, Bill O'Brien. Yeah. They're stupid. Well, uh, somebody somebody paid Deshaun Watson $240 million guaranteed. Well, they're... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're yeah, right. Yeah, well, I mean, that was the one organization that's been stupider than them the last 20 years. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. You're right. You're right. Okay, anyway. Um, so, if you're the Bears and you get offered a stupid trade deal that I could see happening from the Texans because the Texans have zero quarterback. I don't care what you think mm-hmm. about Davis Mills. He's not the guy. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're the Bears, do you take number two and number 15 for number one? And I assume that you're trading away Justin Fields somewhere in there, too, because if you have the number two pick, what else are you going to take but a quarterback or that defensive tackle? The Bears would be getting number two? The Bears would get number two and number 15 because, for number one. Because they own the Browns' first-round pick. Good segue, Oliver. From um, Deshaun Watson. So I Well, so here's here's what my, my thoughts are. The Bears don't have – we just talked about their number their, – they don't have a wide receiver one. Right. They're not going to take a wide receiver one with number one. No. They're not going to take a quarterback with number one. They're probably going to take the the Georgia defensive tackle, Javon, Javon what ah, that guy. He's either Alabama Jaylen or Georgia. Carter? Thank you. Yeah. The, the Bears. That guy. Ones, are Sorry. The Bears are. The Bears. I mean, who else would they take? Right. Will Anderson, Jr. from uh, from Alabama. Alabama linebacker. He's really good. Thirty one. Number thirty one. At number one. Couldn't tackle dude. He's but, the you know. best defense. He's the best uh, pass rusher we've seen come out of the draft since Chase Young. I would be interested to see when he's a linebacker though, he's not an end. He's he's an edge. So he okay. in in a three four he plays outside linebacker, which outside is what Alabama yeah, plays. Okay. And fourth Von Miller. Plays, yeah. Right? Von yeah. Miller's outside linebacker. Yeah. yeah. Uh now he's he not because he plays for the because right, right. he plays for the Bears. Yeah. For the Bills. Anyway. And what's his face? Jer- Jerome Baker. He's a he's was, coverage. Uh, who am I thinking of then? Got I'll think of him eventually, but but, but the point being, yeah. if they got two and fifteen if they've already got their guy in Jalen, Jalen, oh my God, Justin Fields, they could give away number one pick because they're not going to take the quarterback, right? And then they get number fifteen. Then they could take your boy from TCU, the wide receiver. Yeah, if, no, if that's been mocked a lot. Is if, Texans taking quarterback one or taking a quarterback two and fifteen as well? It, yeah. yeah, if they, if honestly, if you're the Bears and you can swing that, absolutely. Especially yeah. if they're set on Fields. I think Fields is great. I think he has no. He hasn't been given an opportunity to show to show his ability at once in the Bears' offense. Um, I think if they absolutely could trade, huh? the, what he said he hasn't shown his. He lit- hasn't been given a chance to show his ability in the Bears' offense. 
I think um, he's been given a lot of chances. He's been giving a. He's been given chance. Have, have you he seen his rushing yards and he everything? He just doesn't have a wide receiver one, is what. He doesn't have anybody to throw to. Yeah. No. Yeah. They need to expand. And also, it. And also he's yeah. been. He's also been quarterback under. Uh, Matt coaching Eberflus? change and Eberflus, Matt Eberflus, is a coaching name? a coaching change and trading. I mean, not being able to maintain. Frankly, a top fifteen, top ten receiver in the league, Allen Robinson, who immediately sucked when he went to the Rams. That was crazy. Um, I predicted big things for him. I drafted them in my fantasy. I wanted league. the Chiefs to get him. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, I I think that for a quarterback that dr- desperately needs a good wide receiver, um. I'm going to rephrase that. Who desperately needs a great wide receiver. Um, and the Bears, if they do think that Fields is their guy, which I think is probably a toss-up. I mean, it's hard to get in the minds of that organization right now. Mm. Um, then absolutely, you'd take 2-15 for number one. I don't, I don't know if the Texans would trade number 15. That's I the thing th- is I, I don't think know they would well, trade how their badly. First, I think they if they went up, I think they'd trade their first round next year. Well, how badly do they want their quarterback? Right, though? but you said yourself do that you the like Bears don't look like they're going to draft a quarterback. No, I know. But so if he's saying that they're not going to, because they have number, do they have number two right now? They have, the Texans. They have Texans have two. Bears yeah, okay. have one. So if well, the Bears are going to draft that quarterback, then they can just gamble. Yes, but there I are going to be. I mean, we're in a we have quarterback quarterbacks but, are. But if the Bears do trade Justin right. Fields, yeah. Then they're taking a quarterback, but the report exactly. the report came out the report came out later this week, or earlier this week, uh, or in, that the Bears are probably not going to take a quarterback. Or they're they're seeking the trade. Well, of course, yeah, for the number one pick. Yeah, because well, but, but, they have no but the reason. speculation for the the reason why you're having this conversation is because they've been very like, oh, we don't know, we got to see what we're gonna do. Like it really just sees what sees we have to see who's who offers us what. Yeah, and I th- I if think anyone's dumb enough to give us two and fifteen. I exactly no. If the Texans offer that, I'm like yes. I think 100. Honestly, I, I will think take it's it. more realistic that another team tries to trade. I could see like, the Colts. The Colts are trading up for the one because Jim Irsay is going to be a dumb bitch what? and pay way too much for it. What he's going to pay way too much for where it, and do, you know it. Where do the Panthers fall in the draft? nine? I could see them one. maybe trying to trade up as well. Because if you're if you're if you're the Texans, you inevitably say, okay. C.J. Stroud freaking torched the best defense in college football. Because he's thirty-five. <laughs> no, C.J. No, 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 no. C.J. Stroud. I know he's old. Isn't he the old one? That's Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. Isn't C.J. Stroud also old? No, he's I, twenty-one. Yeah, he's what? He's, yeah. This is the first year he's able to. Uh, that's Stetson Ohio State. Be like a fourth-round pick. Um, Stetson Bennett's not getting drafted. You don't think he's gonna draft it at all? Uh-uh. If he gets drafted, like maybe the seventh. Um, actually, I just remembered that he like got too drunk to go to the Senior Bowl. I just remembered that. Um, did he get arrested or something like that? He did. Yeah, and he couldn't go to the Senior Bowl. Um, anyways, I was thinking Hinton Hooker might be. He's not a first round pick, but I could see he's someone's gonna throw a, a, a bone on him. Yeah, someone's if somebody gonna, loves him in yeah, the draft, they'll trade someone's him gonna for him. throw a bone. I could see I mean, him. I could see him going mid second round, possibly. I mean, you see, of course, I think he's a mid third round guy at best, but I could see him going mid second round just because QBs hard. are so yeah, overvalued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right I think now. I think Hinton Hooker is oh, very good. good. Oh my god! But I oh, this is quarterbacks, quarterbacks are so overvalued. It's so overvalued. So my, dumb. My, it's crazy. Daniel Jones is not getting forty five fucking million dollars. No, but they'll get. Yes, he is. If somebody he's wants getting him, twenty. No, that's he should over, get twenty. I, I agree with you. I'm not saying that I don't but agree with you. People are fucking I think stupid and they're going to pay him. Somebody's going to so somebody's going to Kirk Cousins him, or the Giants are going to Kirk Cousins him and give him like uh, ninety but Kirk million Cousins dollars is or hundred million dollars. Not that bad. He's not worth what he's getting paid, but he's not worth half. Like I think Kirk Cousins is better than Daniel Jones. Kirk Cousins in the right atmosphere, 
could take you to a Super Bowl. I Daniel like Kirk Jones, Cousins. How better is it going to get for Kirk Cousins, Jackson? Sorry, that was very that was what? very defensive. But how be- how much better is it going to get? For- He's got a terrible defense. I was just saying that's how that it's going to get better. <laughs> but I was saying that Kirk Cousins in a in a, in the right atmosphere could get you to the Super Bowl. Daniel Jones in any atmosphere could not get you to a Super Bowl. I, and I don't know. I you think could gift Daniel Jones a top ten defense. You He's could, not getting you. You there. could replace. He's been gifted the number one running back in think, the league. I think Daniel Jones is better than Kirk Cousins. You, I okay. If has you put, the has the opportunity to be better than Kirk. Cousins. If you put just transplant one to one Patrick Mahomes for Daniel Jones and Patrick Mahomes for Kirk Cousins, which one do you think goes farther? I know who I think. I think. Um, Depends on play callers. Uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins probably. There you go. But I think the play callers know, the like same. Daniel, it's Andy Reid. I like Daniel Jones. I'm not saying I don't. I not just for think forty-five million dollars a year. No, absolutely <laughs> not. By no means deserves there's forty-five few, million dollars. There's few quarterbacks in the league that I like for forty-five million dollars. But everyone is now, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. And, and guess what? Uh, there are about six candidates that are probably going to get new contracts. And uh, guess who's under contract for ten more years? Guess who's, gonna, guess who's going to guess who's going to by the time he hits the end of that contract is going to be like the 10th highest paid quarterback in the league instead of like the I bet he's uh, way lower than t- that. Like in 2 years when they restructure right. the deal. Yeah. Um it's great. It's crazy. Okay, here's the thing. People have talked about it, but he's doing the exact same thing that Tom Brady did, you know. He's willing to take less money or make it more incentive. And at the time, at the time everybody's like that's so much money and every single one of us were like, "Yo, no. Uh, uh that might be way better for the Chiefs." Right. <laughs> Than right. anybody the scary, realizes right now. The scary now. thing about it was that the money became guaranteed like three years in advance. I think that's why people were scared because they're like, "Well, what if he gets hurt? Then you owe him all this money." But you know, that's a fine. That's a valid. That's a valid thing to worry about. But he's not gonna get hurt. And if he does, whatever. We still won two Super Bowls with him. Right. Basically, basically, when I look at when I look back at that contract, what they did was build the contract and said, "Look, we're gonna restructure the hell out of this, but we're gonna do right now." Is give you a bunch of guarantees. We're gonna lock you in for this much. You're gonna get paid your money, but as we go, we're basically going to give you a performance evaluation and figure out how we can keep you and this team competitive with that guaranteed interspersed somewhere in there along. And I think that the biggest genius. I think I think the biggest thing was locking him into the the duration. Because once you lock him into the duration. You can freaking change you can the, get money. the money to you him in any way whatever. you want. Yeah, yeah. But once you come to the agreement on time, then you're good. Um, we were talking about the Texans, though. I think one of the biggest things is one of the biggest things for the Texans is that um, I think do, it depends on who you want. Like if if Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud on your board are pretty similar, I think you stand. I think I don't. I don't think you trade up for him. I think you're like okay. We're just gonna take whoever they don't. I kind of want. I'm kind of with you because you why know, would you give up more capital? You have so many holes on your team. Like no, I know, and and like, those two guys are similar enough. I mean, I understand. You might end up getting the better one. Like well, the thing about Bryce Young not. is he's a short. He's a little shorty. Yeah, but then see, he didn't. You know, he didn't play for Alabama. You know. Well, yeah, but that's the that's the difference though. This year and see, why Stroud is six def- three. That's why I'll defend. I'll defend uh, Bryce Young. Uh, Name a besides uh, Jameer Gibbs because he's freaking incredible. He might be the second running back taken off, if not the first one, because Bijan is so freaking insane. Yeah. But um, but besides him, Bryce Young had freaking nobody he was throwing to. I mean, sure they're good recruits, but like nobody that you'd heard of. He was Cameron Latu. Latu. Latu was like the best person, and he was 
I don't know. Like the receivers, they have the talent. I'm not saying they don't, but I, I think say, yeah, they have the I, athletic gifts. They so were just saying that they're not names yet. No, I don't even think it's that. I don't think I. The Alabama receivers this year are not what they were. Like they're not Henry. Oh God, why is that the first one I thought of? <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy and Devonta Smith and they're not the same, but I mean like he put up still his good. stats weren't as good this year. I'm pretty sure. Yes, they were. They were good. He was very he was injured good. for a couple games, so you he can't really look at games. yeah sure uh, you yeah. can't look at quantitative stats as much because then, he missed games. But but then he ripped up the Big Twelve champ. He did. Um, he did, which I think was a little self inflicted personally, but. That's a whole other. I could go on a thirty-minute conversation about that. I was too drunk to remember. It. Um, yeah, I, I <laughs> it, Matt. This is where honestly, one of the biggest disagreements that I think Matt and I have, and probably will have, on a player, is Bryce Young. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's easily the best quarterback in this draft. I think it is a mm. huge mistake to take him in the first ten picks. Um, that's what? just me. It's that's it goes back to quarterbacks being overvalued. It's the same reason I, as why Daniel Jones is going to get right. forty million dollars. I think five years ago he's a twenty fifth overall. Well, pick. here I think that there's um, a difference between obtaining and then paying. Right. No. Well. Right. 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 I I think I just think that the quarterback market has pushed teams to value a guy like Bryce Young more than he's worth. I think he still has a huge potential mm-hmm. in the NFL. I think that he is by far and away better than any other quarterback in this draft class. Mm. I think that in any given year in a void, in a vacuum, he's still a first round pick. I just don't think he should be a second a second overall pick. Well, it, it's the just, it, yeah. It, but at the end of the day if <laughs> if a team needs him, a team needs That's him. That's what I'm saying yeah, is no, if yeah, the, the, the bad teams are not going to have the quarterback and they're going to be the first It's I think it comes down to really just the way the draft is built. I just, yeah. I, I you also, but there's, also there's again, some interesting things. Oh, sorry, keep going. There's also again, for it. well, but what I, this kind of shifts it's on it, shifts it on its head, but I don't even know what you think of this draft class because you can think what you wanted the quarterbacks in this draft class, but these guys here are here. Uh, these guys in 2023 are here. The 2024 quarterbacks are like up here. Drake may and Caleb Williams are like, Caleb, two the, yeah, Caleb Williams two of the insane. best quarterbacks we've yeah. ever seen come out. Yeah. And like they're going to be next year. Not ever seen come out. That was exaggeration. Caleb Williams is though. He's um, Michael Penix is probably going to be next year too. He's not he's great. Okay. But he's going to be like Hendon Hooker. He's going to be right, like he's middle than, of first. He's better than Hendon Hooker. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm kind of – I'm doing a comparative like third overall quarterback to third overall quarterback kind of. You know, like I think yeah. that – It's I'm a weaker yeah. quarterback class, but we talk about the quarterbacks because – they still played at huge universities. They still played in the biggest games, like some of them at least, like C.J. Stroud and, and uh, Bryce Young. At the end of the day, I just I can't get behind a pick that high for a Bama quarterback. I I, I am too – Which is why – I'm too wary of no. the Bama curse There's when it comes to sure. quarterbacks. I, I, so. I get you. I get you. And which is why I think uh, Bryce Young is having a – has why I think Bryce Young is the number one this year is because what he's shown is that last year he had different, he had the weapons yeah. this year. He really didn't. And he was able to like meticulate the ball down the field. And that Alabama team without him was dog shit was dog shit without him. Like without him, he would, they couldn't like, they couldn't move the ball, couldn't move the ball at all. And I think it's, it's just like 
the year with him having not as good weapons, it's kind of like it's a bad comparison, Matthew. But it's like Patrick Mahomes this year. I mean, he still had like Travis Kelsey, but he he had to learn how to do something else. And since he had the same amount of like the similar stats or the same things, like you have to judge and be like, okay, the player is good. Sure, he might be a little undersized, but the quarterback, like if Deuce Vaughn was a quarterback and he put up like relative numbers to a quarterback that he put up for running back, nobody would care how tall he is. I mean, people would, would be like, oh, okay, we need to bring this up into a discussion, but he would still be a second-round pick. Like, it's it, it's just quarterback. It's literally position. Like, and we've, we've been saying it. That's why people pay a bunch of money for it. That's why people go crazy in sense of the – and because Patrick Mahomes and those type of quarterbacks keep going into this league, everybody's like, well, if you don't have one, then what are you doing? Like, you can't compete. Well, you just, just can't. It's just how the NFL has developed and grown, and yeah. it's become if you don't have – the quarterback you're not gonna win exactly because what tell me, tell me fellas except for a fumble what could Jalen Hurts have done to make his team win what else what else could Jalen Hurts have done literally nothing he else. played so damn well best he best game so that good. he ever played in his career but somebody somebody was better somebody was better and I don't that's even the think whole it was thing. that that's kind of, I don't even see this this is the weeds but I, this is like the reason why people were like, "Oh, but Jalen Hurts should, could have won MVP anyways." Is because I would, I don't think if he did, I would have been like, "I so agree with you." Yeah, and I mean, I do too. And I'd have been like, "I get but it. I think he still played better than Patrick Mahomes." Oh, but Patrick Mahomes won the game. Yeah, but I think Jalen Hurts played better. I don't think it was. As I don't think you can grant him that because he had the turnover that was ultimately the deciding factor. Well, in but the game. then how many times do we say, "Oh, it's one play can't decide a game"? You're right. Touche. Even though we all say that about number 55 offsides. Yeah. Because <laughs> that play literally did change the entire Just like we say game. if we had an offensive line. Just like we say if we Ex- whatever. Yeah. So, the, yeah. so like, if Juju didn't get called for a holding call. So. It's just uh, though over the course of the game, Jalen Hurts didn't really have a weak spot except for the one play. Yeah. And maybe maybe the last drive. Which is why the quarterback position is just so important. And which is why they're going to draft him in the top 10. Yeah, which yeah. is why Bryce Young will go. And Which brings me back show. to – this can be quick. I just think that there's a big difference between v- value in a quarterback for ob- obtaining and retaining. Mm. I think that people overvalue the fuck for retaining a quarterback. Mm. Case in point, Daniel Jones asking for $45 fucking million. Huh. <sighs> But then, you know, obtaining the guy, you should value him. Because every single per, every single team in the entire league would take Patrick Holmes at one and Joe Burrow at one or Josh Allen at – well, Josh Allen's still really good, but he just needs to stay consistent for the whole season. Okay. Well, we yeah. all just <laughs> – No, that's okay. Everybody wants to, to get answer the guy. Your, to answer your friend's question, which I love that you brought this up. Thank you. The uh, – I would trade the number one pick, what I would, but I would make sure that you get the best player in the draft if you trade it. So, like, best player that you think is in the draft. Like, because if you don't, then you're like, why do we have the one pick for? Like, like you had the one pick. You had it in your hands. I think you pick Will Anderson. If you were able to get Will Anderson Jr., because there are so many holes on that team. Right. Like, you, you trade the one pick. And another thing is, Justin Fields is already, we, are, we know, he's played in the NFL. These guys, you said it earlier. It's a lottery. It could be the first guy. Who knows? Like, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Patrick Mahomes. 
Who we, knows? We've seen higher heralded quarterback recruits yeah. come through the draft. Tim Tebow. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, wow. wasn't wasn't uh, Black Blackledge? Is that his name? Todd. Todd yeah, wasn't he a pretty? He was number the top fifteen. He I was think. pretty highly know. regarded. I'm pretty sure. I as no he still he commentates for ESPN now. Does he really? Yeah. yeah make his money. Is he man. any good? Make his money. He does college football. He's commentated like the Wildcats games. Is he good? He's fine. Yeah. Good. He's no Gus Johnson. It's not something that I'm like, oh yeah, but I saw his name and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look up Todd Blackledge. Todd Blackledge's um, college, stuff. but I guess that can't. God, we we talked way too much about the Chiefs. We we're like, oh, we'll talk about it for a second. There's, there and was Jackson, literally nothing to talk about, and then we just ran. Yeah. So, you know. so get ready, guys. We are going to to something we actually can talk about. Get Baseball. ready. It's uh the Coffin Corner. We'll be back with the Coffin Corner right after this. Before we get into the next section, we would like to thank our sponsors, the List Show Sell KC Group with Keller Williams Key Partners. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, they serve clients with superior customer service and integrity while going the extra mile to make your transaction the best it can be. Find them on Facebook by searching List Show Sell KC. Slide into home with the List Show Sell KC Group. It's what they do. Be sure to find us on all our social media accounts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DropTheBallPC. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and like the Facebook page, both at DropTheBallPodcast. Hello and welcome back to Drop the Ball. Uh, we went off there, and so now we are going to do uh, Coffin Corner. Of course. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're just going to do it. Coffin Corner? What, what was that <coughs> cough for? The cough man. The cough man. Okay. How did you not pick up on that, Matt? It's a bad uh, joke. I don't know. Wow. I'm... You're so funny, Oliver. Thank oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I think one of the biggest things is we got to talk about uh, just let's. I had this idea before, but yeah, we need course. to we need to do a public service announcement and do a really quick like. Yeah, exactly. And be like, everything that we say about spring training does not matter and will not probably doesn't translate because Chris Owings definitely hit 340 and led the led the team in RBIs and home runs and everything and no nothing really matters but we're going to freak out about these young guys. And you know what I said <laughs> when they when these damn rookies started pouring it on today in the game? Matt's throwing us I don't need to, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I literally tweeted it. Go see, go see it at MattRob9499 on Twitter. Oh my freaking god. Everybody go. We're not crazy. We're not crazy. They can do it. They can do it. They can hit a baseball against the fourth string starter in Double A for the Guardians. Hey. I texted. Did I text you guys this? Because I texted a couple of people. This is the most offense we're going to see out of the Royals the entire year. Hey, hey, come on, come on. <laughs> so this is it? The only time we're going to see them score more than seven runs. On hey, the dog. So you know who the people that were freaking driving runs in today, though, except for Bobby. Uh, yeah, Bob and Vinny. We don't. We don't give a damn about them. We know what we they We know got. they can hit. We know they 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 got this shit. Michael Garcia and uh Logan Porter had a huge RBI double uh in the ninth inning today in the Dead sixth run center innings. Field, baby. Yeah, I know, right off the t- right off the top hit of the wall. Almost, he missed feet. a grand slam by literally didn't a start. Foot. Didn't he start the game at second today? No, no. He was at first. Who was at second? Started the game at second yeah. today. Uh it was it wasn't like one of the big guys. No, I mean Yoan Mark Carmago was I think playing third. Carmago, I don't know. Anyways, anyways, it's spring training, so there's always weird guys. Yeah, we, preface: nothing's gonna nothing's gonna happen. But here's uh, why we're gonna tell you these guys are gonna be good because of what they did in spring training. <laughs> so um, I think 
this made the top of my list because I was like, wow, uh, Josh Stamon's literally throwing 99 again. That matters though. Uh, the, that yeah, matters like big that's time. actually yeah. like that's a thing. important. That's a thing. I was I saw that and he's I was not like, stop throwing 99 when the season comes. Oh, around, so. okay. <laughs> I was like, thank God. I was like, geez, been two years. It's Jesus. been a long freaking what was, time. Um, what was Dylan Coleman throwing the other day? Dylan Coleman looked damn good today. Like I, I, I went I back and deleted my mean tweet at him because I felt bad. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. You felt bad about the guy making millions of dollars to play a sport? No, I, I tweeted about something him. mean at him. No, I know. I felt bad because I just felt bad because oh, okay. I was drunk when I made that tweet. And <laughs> I'm sure yeah. he's been tweeted about worse, honestly. Maybe. Whatever I'm sure you say. he has. Oh, I just made fun of him because he was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody who's a dick deserves to be made fun of. Well, uh, look, okay, listen. Yeah, it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday matinee game in Boston, so they were away, and he walked out of the stadium and had a crowd of people wanting to see the Royals players. Yay, our team fucking blows, but we came to Boston to see you, and he doesn't even acknowledge us. Goes up to the chauffeur person and says, "Where's the bar?" And I was just like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, dude. I actually was looking forward to seeing you. Couldn't even just like give a little smile wave. Hey, guys. Yeah, couldn't even do you that. You gotta sign anything. Take pictures. Nikki, just Nikki, like acknowledge their Nikki existence. Nicky Lopez smiled know? and waved at us, clearly upset because I think he went over that day. I love that guy. He's he's awesome. God, I love that guy. I was no. just I was just a little bit peeved, but I went back and deleted it because the guy, it was September, long season, probably damn upset. I think he had a good game, though. He's a rookie, yeah, too. We, so we got I mean, some. Uh, Probably we saw some fan service training to do. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. at the same time, these guys don't owe us anything just because they're in the public eye. I mean, you're right. Yada, you're yada, right. yada, yada, yada. But you could still be courteous. You know, yeah. someone smiles at me or goes out of the way to make, to, you know, say, s- make sure yeah. I know that they notice me. I Even kind of. Brady Singer, who I think didn't play very well that day. I think he gets a bad rap. Well, no, I'm saying even him acknowledged us with a little no, bit of yeah, a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, think, I think he's got a rap for being, you know, a little bit. Kind Dylan of Coleman? Flary. No. Brady, Brady Singer. Singer. Yeah. A little, little flary. On the field. You know. Yeah. But I think it leaks Brady over. Brady Singer's I think. how I would probably play. Because I'm, th- I'm pretty, so I'm pretty like chill outside. But like while playing the game, yeah. I'd be like, are you freaking kidding me? I'd be so into yeah, it. Yeah. I think he's a pretty chill dude though. Everything that I've seen about him <sighs> off the field is that he's really, really I love sick. when Brady Singer starts yelling at the umps. It's my favorite. <laughs> have we seen him get tossed yet? <laughs> yes, yes, we have. The yeah, freaking have. Indians right. game. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember that. That was so You know what I mean to miss? Okay. After he was walking off the he was walking off the field and he was like I'm leaving so who gives a fuck I swear <laughs> to God that was bad yeah that was awesome I love when guys are like I'm out of the game anyways so fuck it um, and it was Angel Hernandez so it was it was yeah. worth it it was uh, worth do you it. know what I this is a, <laughs> you know what I really hope happens this year when Toronto has a rain delay I hope what Merrifield still tweets pictures of Brady Singer. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was oh, my he w- favorite absolutely fucking thing. He probably would, I bet. I hope he does because those shits are funny. I, <laughs> yeah, those are really hilarious. They were buddies. Uh, I, okay, we we got to talk about some uh, um, a little bit of of stuff that happened during the, during this week at the with the Royals. Okay, they're three and one. Okay, they're three. We're in the World Series, folks. We're three and one in the Cactus League. Yeah, dude, three and one. You do the whole season. That's like a really good record. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. Pretty fucking good. Um. Yeah. So. Here's we're gonna cover the lowlights real quick. Uh, Jackson Coar was ass yesterday in spring training. Are we surprised? No, probably not. Does um, it suck? Yeah, yes. not good. Not good. Not good. That's not good at all, folks. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, the pitching has not looked any better, but also I'm proud of them for not walking people. Max Castillo was the only person who walked someone today for the Royals, and I'm proud of them. Aroldis Chapman looked. He's a bum. Get him off the pretty team. Pretty good. 
The Our oldest Chapman really looked pretty good today too. What's he topping out at now? Like 96, 97? He was at like nine. I he was. I think he, he was throwing like ninety five. But I I don't know if he's. Do you think he can still gas back it up? for that? Maybe. Maybe once we get to April, he will be able to. That's what I'm saying. Like, just like, not like, just like maybe like once every. He's fucking fighting for a job. Maybe dog. once every half inning. Just like pump it up to 99-100. Like, Aroldis doesn't want to play in Kansas City. Are you kidding me? No, this is purely just to revive his career that's just in shambles. Yeah, I think. Didn't, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you I, off. I think that he saw Matt Quattrero go to like somebody he trusted in the baseball world and was like. Uh, it looks like they're cooking something. Let's see what happens. They Did, have nothing in the bullpen. Cool. I'll go. Didn't he have one like crazy freak accident before this one? Well, it was the whole freaking thing of him being drunk and being stupid. I thought I heard. I thought I remembered him having some it, like yeah. weird like. Cause, Why like, he got kicked off of the playoff roster? If for you the guys, Yankees? if you guys weren't aware, um, the reason that he got pushed back a day in his start is because he slipped in his kitchen. Um. Yeah. Whatever and got hurt. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, we have and I have nothing to say no. about that because yeah. he could be he could have been doing anything. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Not our way. Um, but yeah, I uh, we have to believe what they tell us. Yeah. Anyways, I I kind of if you don't mind, I kind of want to talk about the catching situation because we talked about it earlier. Or yeah, Matt and I. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, I just I just I woke up this morning and I was I saw Monarch Media. Followed them on Twitter. They're actually pretty good. Um, Posts like top 10 prospects, and he has Luca Tresh as his ninth best prospect in the Royal system. To which I said, Yeah, Luca Tresh is pretty good. I don't think he's a top 10 prospect in the system, but Luca Tresh, he's maybe the third <laughs> best catcher, fourth best catcher in the system. And then you look at his numbers, and you're like, You're like, Damn. But, Whoa, get, but then you look at the catchers that are in the system, and you're like, Logan Porter, who who we, t- who we talking about two seconds hits, ago, who hits. literally hit a freaking he had a couple holds in his he had two opportunities to hit a ball today to where like and then like sure we'd let's not freak the let's not freak the hell out he produced but in that same at bat he swung right over a couple things and it's like it's like the same pitch that he missed he finally got it he got it the third time but um so it's just like yeah we celebrate those things he's a great hitter though so logan porter and then luca tresh mj who you can still technically call a, something in the system. He's a catcher. And then, um, and he's still like technically a minor league. He's yeah. still a prospect. I mean, yeah. he just is. And uh, Carter Jensen, who might he be the best out of all of the them. The best hitter. He's the best hitter uh, out of all of them. He won't be a catcher. And he probably won't be a catcher, which is what we said. It'll be Kyle Schwarber. But the, Kyle Schwarber, yeah. He, maybe he, a little bit better average. Maybe. 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 I don't know. Maybe. He hits for a lot of power. Um, but yeah, I think that the, I think that the, the Royals are getting a lot of bad rap because they don't have any top 100 prospects. And I think you just have to look at the development and be like, okay, I th- they have a they have a lot of like bulk of really good players. They, have they don't have great hitters. They don't have prospects because yeah. they're all in the major leagues, right? Um, yeah, that too. Keith, that Keith too. Law, who usually is not very fond of our of our developmental system, um, was talking about the Royals. He, he does a, I mean, he does a lot of prospect ranking guys. He's literally the that. lead writer for MLB.com. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, he. Uh, he was doing his preview of the Royals uh, system, and he was like, you know, um, there's not a lot of guys in the top 100, but you could put this um, this system up against almost anybody else's system in terms of depth. Um, you know, you've got, I mean, we've got Michael Garcia and Nick Lofton who could both probably play at some point in their career a major league shortstop or third baseman or maybe even an outfield. Um, you know, you've got... 
three or four guys, albeit that are a little bit further away in the outfield, that could that have really solid major league potential. You have four catchers, like we just mentioned, that all have really solid major league hitters potential, let alone I defensive think, potential. I think the four I mean, of them are all hit are all major league catchers. Right. You've got, I mean, you've got which at every crazy. position in our system, you've got two to three guys that realistically have a good shot of making it up. They might not be superstars. They might not be, they might not be even all stars or, or, or everyday starters for that matter. But I think that there is a lot of potential at every single position, from pitcher to corner outfield, that gives you a chance to bring someone up to the major league level that will end up getting a vaguely significant amount of service time. And at the end of the day, that's what the goal is, right? You're not necessarily trying to produce superstars. You're trying to produce producers, you know. So, um, by committee, right? So I think, I think that there there's a lot of reasons to be excited about the Royals um, for the next couple of years. And it's frankly, I don't know if all of them are even in the majors. I think that a lot of them, we are we are two years away from another wave of guys. Not I'm not gonna say from being successful, from being good whatever i'm just saying that we're another one or two years away from another wave of guys that you can get excited about and get ready to watch you know gavin gavin cross luca tresh um uh carter jensen i think are yeah. all great nick lofton might be another year or two away he oh, might be even earlier clay dude. dungan um uh, there's there's uh, i'm not dungan, saying I'm dungan's not s- a definitely like an elliot johnson nikki lopez i'm type. not saying that they're all yeah. gonna be superstars but yeah. there is another wave of guys in one to two years that you can at least be excited to watch that might be yeah. producers that might be guys that regardless of how good they are are going to get significant time do you include the wave of people we're seeing now as the as that wave in one to two years that that additional wave in one to two years does that include the guys who all came up like last year and the guys who are still kind of trying to find their place i think that's a separate wave okay i think what we're seeing whoever might get a shot um somewhere before like around not before around like june is probably the end of this first wave and then like june next year or second half of next season you're gonna start to see another kind of small wave not as big as this one of 2024 so yeah. Jackson, yes. Question of you: Take okay. all of the Royals prospects, okay, and Royals active roster participants from last season. Mm-hmm. So, so the player, the players within the organization, yeah. No free agents, no draft, no additional draft picks. So, just the guys in our organization. What do you think the result is going to be of n- this one year in the future, the twenty twenty four season? Um, <laughs> um. Uh, realistically, so no, not no free agents. Matt, you're gonna answer this too. Same no, question. no free agents. No. Does this include yeah, like so being able to like re-sign guys that are already in the system but are on on one year deals? Yeah. So, like so so really really what I'm trying to this say is this roster supplemented with our yeah and system. just like no trades. No, gotcha. Um, no big free agent signing. I would say like best we would case anyways. scenario is a wild card in 2024. Um, I don't. I I wouldn't even try to gauge where we'd end up in the postseason because we've seen a Royals wildcard team go undefeated to the World Series. Game we've seven. also seen a lot of wildcard teams, 50% of them lose in the first, in the wildcard game. So, um, well, yeah, that's right. how that works. Yes, that's how it works. <laughs> so, um, 
I, I could I could genuinely see the Royals being a wild card team. I don't think they'd win the Central unless the other teams just tanked. Which um, I don't see happening. No, the Central is historically not a great division. No. But uh, yeah, I think realistically wild card. Matthew, in twenty twenty four. Yeah, you're competing for a pennant. Like a American League pennant because they're going to make the playoffs this year. You think we're going to make the playoffs this year? I think they'll be the last team and get absolutely smoked in the playoffs. But I think they'll make. The, I think they'll be the last. I think they'll be the last team in. Um, they have something very unique, which is they have someone in their system, or they have nine players playing for the roster right now. That would be reputable major leagues, major league players on any other roster in America. I think that the Royals are in a very unique time where they can, one, play the people and figure out what the fuck they have right now. And if they don't work, the guys below them have been playing consistently and all the time. They're ready to come up whenever. This is how you create a Tampa Bay Rays. This is how you create whatever you're doing. They, the reason why they didn't sign anybody is because they're going to figure out what the hell that they want. And then whenever they figure out what they don't want, They'll trash those pieces away, put the and then just fill in, and then that might come and uh, that might come and go. I think that uh, I don't know. I, I really like what they're doing with the system right now, and I, I think they're a fringe playoff team actually. But this, if this somebody, year? yeah, I think if they, I think if somebody was like gun to your head, what do you think they're gonna do? Fringe. They're fringe. They're a fringe team. They either I think they're either like within the final month, in kind of be they're gonna either be in it. And then 2023. Okay. And when we enter September, they'll be in it. But, uh, but I don't think that they will. I don't think they'll. I think they'll end up coming up short. And then they'll learn, and then they'll keep getting better and do whatever. But I, I really do think that they figured something out here, um, from the hitting side, 100. percent But also, that's also never been the issue. It's been the pitching. So. It, it, I agree with you. You said last week Chris Bubich is a big thing. Uh, I think Chris Bubich is going to be dog shit, and I think that they're going to get rid of him. I agree. Uh, I, th- I think Jonathan Heasley proved in the past the past little bit that I don't think he's going to really be a part of this new this new thing that they want. Um, that dude was so hot or cold, though. I, I know. There's it's so potential. frustrating. There's I at know. least potential with him yeah. that but I don't see with Bubich. That's what it is but. with everything. Dude, fucking are you kidding me? Did you see the report that came out earlier this week no. about Brad Keller saying that – Oh, it's curveball. <laughs> no, the curveball report. That was that so was the same funny, thing. Dude. That using data and high and like, oh, let me find the quote. High speed Let's video. Sing. High speed video and data <laughs> is is really helping us this dude, year. Dude, dude, he's a what a fifth year starter now. Fifth year starter in the he's MLB. Get, he's getting up there, man. And he went and he went. Yeah, Cal, Cal, throw a curveball Cal before. was Cal was literally just slapping him on the ass and saying, "Go get him." That's all <laughs> Cal was doing. I, I think keep Cal the ball was down. actively saying, keep "Don't the ball leave down. it down the middle." <laughs> I think he actively said, "Don't throw it down the middle," and it's like, "Thanks, uh, thank right, you, dude." That doesn't help, Matt. The, the reason I I asked the question is because I have a note here from October twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Do you know what you said? October twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. The reason why you asked where they'll be by twenty forty four because I said they'd win the fucking World Series That's in twenty twenty four. Do you want to stand by that? Uh, uh no. Did just say that no, they he's going to say competing for a pennant. I did say competing, competing for a pennant for right a pennant now. And you win the pennant, you're in the World Series, Matt. So yeah, Matthew, yeah, yeah. Matthew, yeah. are you formally rescinding your I'm not rescinding it. It's not 2024. We haven't played 2023 yet. So are you backing it up? No. Or back, am I backing to be, it up? To be yeah. fair, to be do you just fair. do you want to maintain your prediction? Yeah, I want to maintain okay. it. 
get back to me in 2024. It's next year. At the bud. beginning. Well, I know. Thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm in the best situation possible. Well, because possibly here's the here. thing. Because here, here's what's going to happen at the end of the year is that they're going to, if you don't think the Royals are going to pay for somebody next year, you're crazy. I think that they're I about to. I would hope so. I would Jesus. hope so too. Because they're, I think they're going to show promise and then they're going to kick out some of the guys and Daniel Lynch will be like the fifth starter next year. And that is perfect fine with me. Daniel Lynch is the fifth starter. We could be in a way worse Gives me spot. crazy Jason Vargas vibes. I, I, he is not Jason Vargas. He's not Jason no, Vargas. I'm not saying, no, I'm just saying having him as your fifth. Jason Vargas, first half MV, uh, Cy Young candidate? Yeah. In 2017? Yeah. <laughs> can you believe the Royals didn't trade him? Yes. Yes, I can. Well, you can, yeah, because they, can they, they actually because they actually traded away players to they also, go get Melky Cabrera. They also, they also oh. didn't trade Eric, Eric Hosmer, Mike Moustakis, Mike Moustakis, Alcides Escobar, Alcides Escobar, Lorenzo Cain. Lorenzo Cain. <laughs> Any one of those would have been a Jason great Vargas trade. Jason Vargas is not them. In fact, well, know, they, in fact they re-signed Mike Moustakis. Which I liked. Which I, I didn't liked. hate. To a one-year contract and then immediately flipped him for two players that we don't use yes, and are not in the system go. anymore. Do you remember their French names? Brett Phillips and, and Jorge Lopez. Brett Phillips and Jorge Lopez. Yo! Hey, two guys with major league time, you know? Gotta give him credit. Jorge Lopez almost threw a perfect game. For the Royals. For the Against his now... And then he almost was the closer of the year last year. So, Current you know. team. Yeah. Uh, Brett Phillips almost won the World Series. Off of the craziest play. And he had the craziest play and almost the craziest thing. he have thing. an inside the park home run in that? He ended World game Series four on a walk-off RBA. And Randy Rosarina, that was a play Randy Rosarina. Oh, yeah. And slapped the play and a then he was times. And he was, like, running around with the yeah. airplane or whatever. Well, because, God, I love because that, it dude. Because it was He's the error. It's, it was an error. Like, he, he like, went back. Yeah. And oh, it was crazy. That well, Randy, was so crazy. I just watched this the other day. It's the only reason I remember it because Randy like fell down running around in third base. Yeah, and then they tried to get back, but then yeah, it was nuts. It was so crazy. Anyway, um, I Brett forget Phillips, what we were Brett talking Phillips about. Brett Phillips is going to be the best uh, best outfielder for the Angels this year. So, um, but oh jeez, <laughs> I think he's got a couple players on the depth chart. Might be a little better than uh, him. I don't know. Hey, but if they don't play, they can't be better. Hey, one of them plays another position as well as the outfield. So. Yeah, they don't let him play outfield anymore. Yeah, <laughs> because he also pitches and is one of the best hitters in the league. So in the world, maybe so, the best know. one of the best p- hitters we've ever seen, and yeah. one of the best pitchers we've ever seen. But okay, oh, we don't have time to talk about the thing I really wanted to talk about. So what we're gonna it? keep talking about the Royals. No, I'm not talking about the Hall of Fame with you guys. We'd be going for another oh, 45 yeah, no. minutes oh, to an hour. Yeah. So we'll talk about I, that next I week. I forgot about that. Um. So I didn't know about it. We'll have absolutely nothing to talk about with the Chiefs next week. So yeah, that's okay. We can hit it then. Um. So um. I think we. We've been talking about these Royals prospects, and we did get Evan Sisk and Stephen Cruz from uh, from Minnesota. They helped today in our in our. They pitched one inning of shutout ball apiece. Uh, Evan Sisk actually looked really really good. That's somebody I did want to write. I wrote down to talk about. Evan Sisk looked awesome today. I mean, he was. He's got a funky arm angle a- angle, and uh, I think it's crazy that the the Royals have a lot of left-handed relievers in this system right now. Like, a lot. Like, way more than you would usually have. Like, they have way more. Like, because they traded Alberto Mondesi for for a left-handed reliever, which is leaving my mind right now. And I can't remember who who he traded him for. Can you guys think of that? Who? Uh, Alberto Mondesi. Wood, I think. Uh, Travis Wood. That's not his name. (laughs) No, it's not Travis Wood. I remember being, (laughs) being mad about who we got. Me too. It because wasn't Jordan Lyles. We signed him. Yeah. Uh, 
Someone. Josh talk. Taylor is his Josh name. Josh Taylor. But Josh Taylor is a lefty, and a lot of we have a lot of different lefty relievers. But Evan Sisk looks really good, and he had a ERA of like two point zero zero and uh like 50 games last year between double a and and triple a which he's is a, pretty freaking a, good he doesn't throw super fast but he's got a lot of he's a crafty guy the other guy however just throws fucking fireballs that's evan sisk huh? steven cruz is the that's what i'm saying am i mixing them up yeah i think the sisk? evan sisk uh, or no the guy with the low era is the guy's the crafty guy <laughs> he's he uh, he's not he's crafty i guess he still he throws like, like 95 mm-hmm in a vacuum. Okay, fine. But the other guy. Steven so Cruz throws, yeah, gas. Prospect ratings that go up to 80. Dude's fastball is a 75. Okay. That doesn't happen for prospects. That doesn't. Yeah. 75, 75 grade fastballs are not a thing. So if he can just learn how to not walk people, then. Which holy shit. they are doing a damn good job of doing in spring training so far. I mean, Ideally. that must that has to be the. That's got to be the thing that they're doing. They're like, we're oh, yeah. not throwing balls this year, oh, guys. Yeah. Let, like, them, let them hit. Piss missiles off of you. I don't care. Yeah. They're throwing them strikes. Um, they took off the down and away button on the pitch comms. They were just like, you don't get them. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, we could talk about all these Royals prospects for a very long time, but I do want to bring up. I do want to bring up two more, and then we're done. Um, we need to bring up Nick Lofton yep. because Nick Lofton, he had a home run the other day, that was so majestic and so insane that it was just. So, 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 so good. And um, he looks like a MLB third baseman now. Don't say that. I'm saying it. <clears throat> he's he put not, on he put on he, 20 he, pounds of muscle, which is insane. Um, 20 pounds of muscle in an offseason is crazy. Um, which, albeit, was more for a longevity thing than it was for power. He wanted to be able to play a whole season and not get worn out and tired. And so he added muscle in order to do that. But... That's going to have long-term effects on his power with the bat. Um, I also would assume that it'll hurt his mobility a little bit, um, which means that I think it kind of narrows him down out of playing the outfield and mainly into an infield piece, which I think is where he should be anyways. I liked the idea of tooling with him in center field, but with how many pieces we've got out there already, I think that his best his best opportunity at becoming a Major League Baseball player, an everyday baseball player in the Major Leagues, is third or second. Yeah, I, I I don't know if third's necessarily the the place. I don't know. He's not playing short though. I like just don't. Here's the thing. I, I just don't know what his short. arm looks like. Um, but he has most of his playing experience from the left side of the infield. That's the only reason I say third. Yeah. Um, and I think Michael Massey. We we talked about him last I week. I love Michael. Massey. I, I think he's going to turn into a real piece. And, uh, and I you love 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 Michael. Massey. And you, I don't. I, he's only playing second base. Like we talked there's about. No, that yeah. There's week. no yeah. other place to put him. He's so. playing. He's playing second. And. And the other guy that – do you have anything to say about about Lofton at all? I guess um, – <laughs> Just the home run. I mean, I hope that he hit it out of the park because it was a slider in the middle of the fucking strike zone. But uh-huh. I can't do that. Yeah. And it was majestic. His his swing is very, very compact and very swift. And if you saw like the – if you saw the um, – what's that called? Follow-through. Follow through. Yeah. If you saw the follow-through – it was just very compact and yep. didn't really move a lot. And I'm like, he can. That's yeah, he, that's he, how you prove that you can did, actually kept, kept hit. his hands in there and just went yeah. right through the ball. Yeah, exactly. And so you don't see a lot of movement, which is why, like we, um, Jackson had brought the idea up to me the other day that Tyler Tolbert could. Uh, he he's the one who hit a home run the other day. He had a piss he, missile. Yeah, um, he was like maybe he's your thing in center field, which 
is a different thing. It's a different is a completely different conversation, I think, because center field is wide open for the beginning of the year since Drew Waters is going to start on the IL basically. So uh, center field's wide open, and if he plays his way onto the roster, good for him. And I'm so glad, and I'm glad that he did that, and I'm glad he's starting. But uh, his his swing is lucky. Uh, Tyler Tolbert, he's still got a lot to do, I think. I think uh, Lofton's way more refined, and I think Lofton will start the year at AAA, and he'll start he'll start games at AAA, and it'll be this year before he's called up, I think. I think he'll uh, – and, and unless somebody who plays the infield is – if the infield is just raking, which it might, with Vinny and Bobby and with Michael Massey, and Dozier, who's looking pretty good too um, – who knows? You might not get that opportunity, but we talked about it last week too. Hunter Dozier's probably his, he's got a short leash. So hopefully he's not here in August. Yeah, simple as that. Yeah, because he goes on a tear, and then we trade and him. We away. trade him for the number three prospect in the Dodgers system. I don't know. Gavin Lux is injured. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's an actual conversation to have. I'm not even fucking around. But anyway, because you moved Miguel Rojas to short. Well, yeah. okay. So we're talking about this. Gavin Lux. No. <laughs> Gavin Lux got no. hurt. Gavin Lux Stick got to hurt. Your ACL. He's out for the season. We can talk about this next time. But what? if Dozier is a is batting 290 with with even five home runs. Money's not an option for the Dodgers. Nope. If they're looking for a veteran and piece, system is send them. Always crazy. And Do- it would be good for Dozier too. Dozier going to a winning environment. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. You're not. You're. He's. Not, let's face it. He's not going to be a part of the next winning team here. No. Nope. Send him away. Nope. It's okay. Same thing we did with Wit. Boom. Anyway. Uh, Anyways. It'll take hopefully less time for us to move off on Dozier than hope to God. Because he's not playing every day and he sucks. But yeah. um. Anyway. You know. Um. <laughs> so. Oliver is a freaking bandit in the night right now. So um, this might be the last thing. Oh, last prospect I did want to talk about who had a great day today. And we do got to talk about it because... And winter season. Yeah. is Yeah, the Dominican League was crazy for yeah. him. Michael Garcia. Cousins of... Alcides Escobar. Cousin of... royal in the history of the sport. Okay. Hey, shut up. Okay, so... <laughs> Michael Garcia is interesting, and I'm about to say something terrible after we talk about it. But I think that uh, Michael Garcia could could be a little different because uh, he could play defense and he could hit. We knew that before, but then in the Dominican League, he started hitting bombs. We're like, wait a second. We're like, wait a minute. There might be something here. Well, he had a bomb today and went one for two and hit the ball. He got out on the third one, but it was a line drive right at somebody. So he's seeing the ball. Um. The ball hitting his bat in that video sounded like a sound effect. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's... Uh, I listened to it during our break, and holy... Michael Garcia looks freaking insane, and I'm I'm sorry. I, I hate to doom this child to this. I'm so, <laughs> so, so, so sorry. I did it to Emmanuel Rivera, too, who did make the all-rookie team, according to MLB.com, by the way. I always liked him. I always liked him. El Pupo. He just he I just was like never was fucking I hated that ridiculous. Yes. I hated that trade. And about it asinine. Where is what's here. his face? Where Luke Weaver? He's Luke gone. Weaver He's sucks. not even here anymore. Fat. Never mind. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> I'll say. It. I was going to say donkey dick, but that's <laughs> 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 I was just going to stick with balls, but yeah, go ahead with donkey dick. <laughs> Fat donkey sure. dick. Um anyway, why not both? So ¿Por qué no los dos? ¿Por qué no los dos? Anyway, so um Michael Garcia looks like he just has – he holds the personality and holds just the mantle of he's that dude. 
Like yeah. he just looks like a star, dude. He looks like a superstar. I'm sorry. Look he, at the stuff that he's doing. He's he, partying with the guys in the dugout after me, the yeah. after the after the home run. What rookies are you seeing that who have never broken like never broken camp with the team, like celebrating with these guys as much as him? I now granted they all grew they all up together. together. Yeah, but. Yeah. Like Michael Garcia is like a star, and nobody ta- on this gives, team, yeah, and nobody yeah. talks. He about He gives him. me Jazz Chisholm light vibes. Yeah, he does. Um, he's not gonna hit for as much power. He might hit for more average, and I think he might be a better defender but if he than can Jazz hit 15 Chisholm. Fifteen to twenty home runs. If a he year, can give us fifteen and bat two eighty and play plus plus defense, he's a top ten. He's a top fifteen second base, third base option. Not he, fifth, third base. Top ten second base or he, infield. Oh option. yeah, I yeah. think the idea of having him and Bobby up the middle. Oh my God! And I, I again, I love Michael Massey, and I don't want to get rid of him. That's why I want to try to force Michael Garcia to third. Um, yeah, Joel Penafield. What would you say? I just have never really gotten off the train of Bobby Wood at third base. I personally Me think that either. that's the best fit. Kind of prefer it. So if Michael Garcia can play shortstop, why not? He's got at least a season to figure it out, though. They're gonna give him this season sure. to try to be a. Yeah, that's shortstop. fine. I just um, I really liked him at third base. I think we're having a very different conversation. It if is a very different Bobby Wood in 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 like what eight months if Bobby Wood Jr. leads the league in errors again. Yeah, you know? that's so the thing is is it if he goes out there and looks like Fernando Tatis playing shortstop, then they yeah they might have to be like, hey, we, Machado we love you. Ass, move him over like, and put Michael Michael Garcia at shortstop. Simple as that. Easy fix. And I I would I think I'd be totally fine with that, but. Mm, maybe because as long as we keep his defense honestly his defense did is you guys great see, at third. Uh, excuse me yeah did you guys watch the last two plays of the game did no you watch the I, game at all? I, I had it on at work but I was in a little bit of a meeting the so. last two plays of the game I shit you not Michael Garcia was playing short and keep in mind keep in mind Bobby Wood Jr. is going away to the WBC so he's not about to play shortstop for this team for the next month like he's just not Michael Garcia he was it was a slow rolling ground ball and not slow rolling, but like medium rolling ground ball bounced off the lip from the tur- from like the turf to the to the dirt. Bounced off the lip in a different direction. He grabbed it with his right hand and then tossed it, and he was out. It was insane. And then the next one, it was like a it was a it was a pick play off to his right, and then he threw it, and, it, and that's how the game ended. And I was like, um, excuse Garcia's me, Garcia is a better defender. What just happened? That's shortstop. No, seriously, I um, the only reason I brought this up too is uh. Joel Penfield, who is a host for One Royal Way on uh, the KC Sports Network, is also a part of uh, Royals Farm Report, which is I've had the pleasure of writing for them before. Um, Joel Penfield said, I tweeted it at him after he tweeted the Michael Garcia home run, and I said, do you think that he could take shortstop while Bob's away at the WBC? And he said, no chance. The the Royals have made it abundantly clear that Bobby is playing shortstop. Could, par- could Garcia push for the third base job? Absolutely. See, I think he's a better shortstop than a third baseman, and Bob's a better third baseman than a shortstop. Because after that, after that play against Cleveland where he threw it across the diamond to Prado, that crazy play up the line, I was like, he's a third baseman. And I have sat behind that. So I agree with you. I think that he eventually will be pushed to third, but we'll see. I, I don't know. I don't know. Michael Garcia can push the hand, though. Like, if he keeps playing insane defense, eh, I don't know. Yeah, you might have to think about that. That's a crazy thing. That's a crazy thing. I think we're running out of time for tweets this week, so let's just uh, we'll just move on to America's, America's favorite segment. Drop the ball. Word up. Yeah. Okay. Mine uh, was gonna be Arodas Chapman, and then we kind of touched on yeah, him. Yeah, I tried to, talk to leave about it. Him I tried to leave it. We don't. We don't need to talk about him anymore than we already did. So I'll just have to find a new one, which is fine. Arodas Chapman. Yeah, that was really chipped his tooth on his counter it. somehow. 
No <laughs> comment. Yeah, I don't. That's insane to me, but you know, whatever. No, no comment. Uh, I. So I guess I'll go first because mine's kind of funny, but uh, y'all, the XFL's back, which yup. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Go we'll see, see dragons. If you think uh, oh, no. <laughs> DC defenders, bro. Ben no. DiNucci and Josh Gordon, man. It's the they're Battle Hawks. to start the season. Battle Hawks. Nah, Battle Hawks. AJ McCarron. It's Ben DiNucci season, man. They're so that's not. St. Louis, right? Yeah. See, I would root for them, but it's St. Louis. They're the only team in the entire league that I think actually have like a fan base. Yeah, because St. Louis cares. Because they're all pissed that they lost their last Rams. One. Yeah. Um, well, mine is, m- mine is more of a drop the ball and we should have a mic. We should have a live mic. So XFL has a live mic on the, in the huddle which rocks. at all times, it rocks. which is, which rocks. And this is what was, uh, this is what was happening, um, during the huddle during an XFL game between the Seattle or the San Antonio something and the Orlando something. We should really know what these names are. I just don't know what they are. I apologize. But this is, this is what happened in Seattle the Seattle Sea Dragons. No, I said San Antonio and oh, Orlando. San Antonio Brahmas and the Orlando Guardians. Is that what it is? Yep. Hell yeah. I'm okay. paying attention to the XFL. I swear to God, I'm doing it. Those two. Okay, so this is what happened in the in the in the in the dugout. What am I? God, I'm I'm already at baseball, dude. In the huddle. All right, tight. Act two, hot. All right, tight. Sit belly left. Act two. Sit belly left. Shut the up, y'all. Listen. Act two, hot. On one on one. Ready? The offensive lineman tried to be like, no, we should run this play. And he said, shut the fuck up. We're running this. No, we're running this. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome as hell. I love the XFL. I, I'm dead serious when I say that I, I genuinely am a fan of the Sea Dragons. I hope they can turn it around. Um, and I lo- I, I've watched I've, – I have dedicated hours of my life to watching XFL games. It's a great time. I love it so much. Um, and that's why. That's one of the reasons. Hell yeah. Mm. Okay. Cool. Who wants to go next? Oh, I guess we already covered yours. Left. I can hop on the mic. I don't really have one. You have a mic in your hand. Go. All right. So um, it's it's we've been talking about spring training. Spring training is great because you know it gives teams a chance to practice. They can do game situations a little bit as much as they can. Um, and sometimes teams will decide to play the bottom of innings even though the game's technically over. You know. Um, uh, which is which is awesome, you know. Sometimes you don't play the bottom of the ninth because the uh, the home team is up and the away team is down, and the away team doesn't score enough runs. Uh, the Pirates and the Orioles decided, you know what, Pirates just won the game, but we're going to play the bottom of the ninth just so we can get our guys some extra swings, get our pitchers some extra reps. They look around, and there's no umpires. Like where'd the umpires go? Yeah, umpires left the game, thinking it was over, uh, and then the Pirates and the Orioles proceeded to play the f- last half inning of their game uh, with no umpires. Catchers calling strikes. This was televised, by the way. This was on live TV. Um, Freaking awesome. We got Sandlot baseball this spring, which is awesome which, as hell. Which is why I'm like, fuck the umpires for spring training. Get them out. Honestly, literally just leave. Fuck the umpires for the All Star game, bro. Oh, let just let the dogs out there. Uh, that'd oh, be fun. Yeah, dude. yeah, that'd be really like, let, fun. Let the, let the players just like call like catchers call balls and, and like have, swinging that shit. Anyways. Have umpire have umpires like in the dugout just in yeah. case like a fight or something. Yeah, breaks in out. case something goes crazy. Like, okay, then we yeah. gotta fucking do we with can, this. Like if if it gets if people are like arguing, you can like all right, umpire, what's the actual call? You know. But yeah. anyways, um, umpires drop the ball. I mean, like they they still got paid regardless. But like that's great. Like the 
they saw that final out at the top of the ninth and were like, hell yeah, we're fucking out of here. Screw this. It's the Pirates and the Orioles. I don't want to be here. Orioles are actually intriguing. But anyways, beyond that, um, the, the umpires the, dropped the ball. But the game was officially over? Um, well, no, because it's spring training, and they decided to play the bottom of the ninth. But the top of the ninth came around, and the visiting team... If it was an actual official game, then yes, it would have been over. Um, then who cares? Um, I mean, it's, it's yeah. the umpire's job to be there for all nine innings. But anyways... The game ended. Um, umpires dropped the ball. They, they, I mean, they, they got the hell out of there. But I think it's awesome... That we got Sandlot baseball for half an inning. I think that there's some really cool ideas with that, honestly. I'd like to see that in the All-Star game. Uh, and I love baseball for that reason, because that's the only sport where that happens. You don't see them try to do that in football without a... Uh, they have officials for fucking training camp Yeah. in football. So, you know, I love baseball. Okay. Are we done? Wait, do you have another one or, or no? Okay, that's fine. That's how drop the ball is going to end this week. Oh, my God. Holy hell. We talked for a while. Not as long as last week. Not as long as last week. We still talked for a while. Next week will be a little more succinct because there will be literally jack shit to talk about the Chiefs. Yeah, and so it'll be just just Royals. Just but Royals. although uh, free agency starts in a couple weeks for the for the Chiefs, yeah. so so you'll get a couple episodes of us just like maybe shooting the shit for like twenty minutes and then talking baseball. It's kind of until the draft starts. Yeah. Once the draft starts, it's like, uh, or after the draft ends, it's like we can't talk about football right now. Right. Like there's nothing. But to for do. most of for most of the baseball season, you might get a little bit more of us. Uh, just talking to you guys, you know, having a little fun. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll open it up a tiny bit, I Especially guess. Especially because the Royals are probably going to suck again. So we'll yeah. need to talk about something that's fun. Yeah, we do. We do you guys do. don't want to listen to another season of us just yelling about the Royals. Exactly. So. Or maybe we'll just get more intense and then it'll be funny. Maybe. Or I'll be so ridiculously bought into the Royals that I'll look like a clown. We'll be like 20 games down. That's like, here comes the run, guys. This is it. Here comes that late August run. Well, it's not until – I mean – I would just like to say I was not the one ever on this on this program to ever say if you have a two week run if if you if you have a two if you have a good two week run of baseball you'll make the playoffs and unfortunately Jackson did say that in 2020 so I I will always hold And that then over. we went on the worst <laughs> fucking two week run I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah in we my went, life. We went like we went like 12 of 14. I was 14. like I was like you or know like what like we're actually like 2 of 14. I was like you know what we're only like 6 games behind 500 you know and like good two weeks. Like there's yeah, yeah like a good two weeks. Like, we're like 3 games out of the wild card race like good two weeks. We're we're kind of like kind of in that conversation and then they were like Actually, we're going to lose every single game between now and September. So, fuck you, Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I will not be talking about um, – I will not be predicting the Royals for any amount of time for this entire season. I yeah. will talk about what has already happened, and that is it. Okay. So, that's it. That's the show. Congratulations. We're done. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. You made it through this episode. You did that. Yeah, you did this. We subjected you to that, and you did it. We celebrate those victories, man. We celebrate them. So grab yourself a beer or a soda if you're underage. Yeah. A good old DP. Good old DP, Dr. Pepper. We're, we are not sponsored. Could you imagine? Not sponsored, could but you, we are big advocates of Dr. Pepper. Yo, could you imagine show. if we were sponsored by Dr. Pepper and we got all the Dr. Pepper we wanted? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> Dr. Pepper, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. You can sponsor them, too. I'm good. <laughs> We need to get a, a wine, one of those wine subscriptions, those weekly wine subscriptions what, for all man? of us. What kind of wine are we going to get? He's to a wine mom, the show. so we got to get him. I we don't need wine. The Oliver we get wine? Take, you guys can have Dr. Pepper. I can have Coke. Oh, okay. Whatever, man. He's an elitist. I don't think Dr. Pepper and Coke are going to be He's too good for America's soda. Yeah. All right. 
we, I don't we take, drink. I'll take Pepsi and what's her face, the hot chick in the 1980s commercials. Oh, I can't remember her name. He drinks white collar soda. We drink blue collar soda. Fine, I'll go drink fucking. Uh, I can't drink Sierra Mist anymore. Starry, that's what it's called now. But you want to know what you want to know what the most blue collar soda of all time? Dr. Bib. No, RC Cola. No, it's Squirt. You think Squirt is the most blue collar? It's pretty damn soda? blue collar. <laughs> that's pretty blue collar. How about? Ooh. You can get Squirt at the small town Subway in the in where my parents are going to move. You can get a mug. Root mug beer. root beer that's pretty blue collar yeah, mug, mug root, root beer is pretty, bu- pretty blue collar i'm a fan of barks though barks rocks barks, barks and rocks. i love the vanilla what the, the vanilla aftertaste of barks root beer like with a i know it's B- with a q b-a-r-q b-r-q it's not apostrophe s i thought it was barks barks no it's q apostrophe s it's definitely not a ts it's not barks you yes, yes it, is. it is there's no way that it is barks root what do you want yes from me? That's it, what it is matthew God. No, I'm not screwing around. I don't know why I you promise. want me to change a fact. I can't do that. It's not Barks. Yes, I've never is. heard it called Next Barks week, in my life. we will start the episode off with Matt admitting to us that he is wrong about Barks root beer. But until it next is not week, Barks root beer. What Barks? the fuck does this say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's not barking. At, <laughs> it's not barking at me like a dog. It's not Barks. Barks. What are you talking about? How do you? Hey, what 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 sound does Q make? I don't. I don't know. I've heard it as it's called Barts. That's what I've it's been. Never a been a T. That's never been a T. If, if you've heard it with a T, then whoever said that is stupid and can't yeah. read. I don't know. That's I all do. I've heard it's my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. Until next time, don't drop the ball. I guess.